Hi everyone, today is August 7th, 2021. This is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week we got Supreme King Jaden. Um, I always thought it was a funny name. Uh, we'll talk about that later, but we have his... Um, you know, we got we got him pretty much right away in the week with the event. The DD Castle event, which is still ongoing. There's still some unlocked levels. I think some unlocked this morning, now that I think about it. So I might as well auto-duel while I'm still doing this thing. But uh, we got his level-up cards, and more importantly, his level-up skills. A bunch of new card releases this week. We got the structure deck EX called Evil Domination, which goes along with the whole um, Supreme King Jaden theme as well as Selection Box Mini Volume 3, which is the first thing we'll talk about um, today. And then we also have um, upcoming news. I think we already talked about the upcoming news for the, the month of um, August, but it will be presented again. So let's get to my week in Dual World. I think I ended... Last season, Legend 1, which is pretty much my norm now. Like, I just, um, without a real deck to play, I just play Vampires just for the fun of it. And, you know, um, not doing too well. I think what I'm going to do, though, is switch back to um, Witchcrafters. I think Witchcrafters are a deck that's becoming a little bit meta. They've always been, like, on the bottom rungs of the ladder in terms of tournament play and representation just because they do have the ability to um, negate effects all the time and they do have a unique uh, XZ's monsters in the extra deck so that's something I'm looking forward to doing uh, making a better push towards uh, competitive play vampires are definitely fun and all and um, you could do some creative things with the dual skills but I don't think they're in the same level so let's get to esports. We're talking about a few tournaments. First one is Millennium Cup Eight from my old friend at Duel Links Lounge. This one happened earlier in the week, and the winner is a bit of a surprise. First place, Demon Six 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 Destiny Draw Luna Light. Luna Light has been nerfed quite a bit. Um, you know, you still see it a few times. It still wins you games because of the Crimson Fox being so good. But this deck, um, you know, it's a it's a stall. OTK deck. There's three Sphere Karibo and three Temperance, which help you do the stalling. Three Fire Formation Tengu as Tanky as the um, the tutor for any of those Beast Warrior monsters, which is very good. Um, and then the Luna Lights. Two Yellow Martin, because it's a limit three. So two Yellow Martin and one uh, Emerald Bird. So there's a limit three on all, on all those monsters, so you could only run three overall. Limit 2 on Crimson Fox, 1 copy of Purple Butterfly, 2 copies of White Rabbit, and then um, 3 Lunalite Fusion, of course, the card that makes the deck uh, put together. Second place, S. Hank, Onomata Play Onomat. Again, um, you know, the deck has become super... Uh, it's become less and less defined, I guess. I mean, it's more and more defined once the Limit 2 got hit on... Gaga got ahead, so everyone's just running a sister and a head. And Treacherous Chapel's gone. Um, Fiendish Chain in this deck. They do run like one of each quick play, which is kind of interesting. Book of Moon, Forbidden Lance, MST, Chalice. Um, they either want to tech it out or they're kind of budget friendly and they only have like one of each card or something. Uh, top four Scorpion, four, five, six, Dragon Knight's Path, Gaia. Um, typical. Typical Gaia deck, um, you know, every deck's running Book of Moon and MST. Um, Forbidden Chalice, of course, to buff up your, um, what's it called? Gaia, the Magical Knight of Dragons, to have attack again, things like that. Um, nothing too crazy. Up four, Becero GF, uh, Automata Play Automat. Again, um, we're talking about the same deck here. This one does get a little more creative to the back row. It does run Offerings to the Doomed. Um, two copies of Fiendish Chain. I guess they run fewer of the Onomat staples. Um, Gaga Wind? Uh, I don't know. They're missing something. 
Anywho, this deck pretty much um, doesn't really look different. Alright, Duel Links Meta Weekly 187. First place, Norentino. Anamata play Anamata again. Um, I guess it runs Chalice. I don't know. There's not there's not much more to say about this deck. It's just um, they're plugging in different back rows. The monsters are the same. They're pretty much stuck to this uh, mold. Second place, Jordy, Dragon Knight's Path, Gaia. Um, again, yeah, this deck... Nothing very interesting about this deck either. Um, Chalice, of course, Treacherous Trap Hole, Dark Flare Dragon, all um, regular cards. Top 4, Laura Roma CCG, Set Delta Excel, Dino Pele, Zoic TG. So this one's actually an interesting deck. This is a Set Delta Excel TG deck. So, you know, you already have 3 copies of Miscellanosaurus, you have 2 copies of Raiden, 2 copies of Charge of Light Brigade. And then TG cards, you have... Uh, three copies of TG Screw Serpent, one cop, uh, three copies of TG Booster Raptor, and that's pretty much all you need. The one plus four tuner and the five, which will eventually add up. And with the set Delta itself, of course, they have those other um, TG cards being put into the extra deck. What's interesting about this deck is they do a lot more of the dinosaurs. So there's the Fossil Dig, Survival's End, three copies of Survival's End. That was a very good card. And it works very well with the Paleozoic Monsters. So, three copies of Paleozoic Canadia. Three copies of Paleozoic Morella. Um, there's the Needle Bug Nest in this deck to help mill. And then the new card from the selection box. Three copies of Breakthrough Skill. So, this is a card that's pretty much like a better Forbidden Chalice. Because you could use it twice. And it's a card that doesn't mind getting put into the graveyard. I'll talk more about it later. But, um, it can affect... Negate effects while in the graveyard, so it does tricky things like that. Overall, this is a pretty cool deck, and one you know, like a rogue deck like this, you never really expect it. It's pretty cool when you see it. Up four, Bixie Anamata play Anamat again. Yeah, there's nothing um, crazy about this deck. This deck does run fewer monsters. I've noticed that it runs nine monsters. Most Anamat plays uh, run ten. Alright, G1X85, a tournament from Japan, the Basora Tournament Tour. Uh, first place, Yang, Anamata play Anamat. Um, this deck at least runs like an older card, Void Trap Hole. Uh, special Summon a Monster of 2000, negate the effects and destroy it. So it's pretty much a negate and destroy on any um, pretty much extra deck monster, which is pretty cool. It also runs Shinzeng Hu in the um, side deck, which is old but good card um interesting to see if that will come back into play second place kenya number one harpies hunting ground harpies i like what this deck does it does co- it does run a copy of glyph the phantom bird which comes out with swall's nest and then you could pretty much pop uh an enemy card spell or trap on the board as a surprise so it's a nice little like extra mst that they don't really see coming Otherwise, just a regular Harpy deck. Two Oracle, three Channeler, one Harpy Lady, one, three Perfumer, one Cyber Harpy Lady, three Book of Moon, one MST, one Chalice, three Swallow's Nest, two Egotist, one Feather Rest, two Treacherous Trap Hole. Top four, Yakamochi, Grit, Witchcrafters. Um, honestly, this is a, a more of a boring Witchcrafter deck because they don't really do anything creative. Um, with the spells, but it's really what's in the meta. So there's two copies of MST and Lightning Vortex pretty much as the extra spells, I guess, if you would. Um, the sideboard, you know, they have MST, uh, Chalice, Storm, Poisonous Winds, different cards that you can use it to spice it up. And, you know, the main appeal of playing with Trafters, besides negating effects all the time and getting in big hits, is um, you get to use, like, level 8 XCs, so there's Hieratic Sun, Dragon Overlord of Heliopolis, Gimmick Puppet Grinder, this is a nice card to use. Uh, level 3 is Nightmare Shark, pretty much a direct attacker. Ghost Trick, Alucard, and then level 4, Diamond Dire, Malevolent Sin, and Photon Paleoperative. And top 4, Yato, Territory of the Sharks, Water Xyz. Haven't seen this deck in a minute, um, it's kind of fallen out of the meta. And this is the version that doesn't really run a ton of Atlanteans and more Buzzsaw Sharks. So, 3 Deep Sea Diva, 
3 Buzzsaw Shark, 2 Silent Angler, 2 Atlantean Heavy Infantry, 3 Book of Moon, 2 Cosmic Cyclone, 1 Herald of the Abyss, 2 Necro Valley, and 2 Treacherous Trap Hole. Alright, so this culminates into the Duelings Meta Power Rankings, which are a live representation of the meta tournament scene. And as expected, um, the nerf to Anamat pretty much did nothing, um, preventing them t from using Treacherous Trap Hole or other Limit 2 cards was not enough. Tier 1, Anamod is back 20.1. So last week they bumped it down back to the single digits. And now it's back to 20. Um, I think sooner or later it's going to get back to the unsafe number that it was. I think it was close to like 30% at the um, near the end. Tier 2, Gaia up a little bit at 11. It's pretty tight in Tier 2. Harpies down a little bit 8.8. .8. Resonators down... 8.6, Thunder Dragons up to 7.9. All these decks you could pretty much consider on the same level every week. Uh, a little bit of fluctuation. Um, you know, th these decks play differently. Gaia and Resonators are similar in that they have a very good dual skill that runs the deck. Harpies, um, it's having the survivability of Swallow's Nest with the bounce effects of the Cyber Slash. Really keep it in the running right now. Um, Thunder Dragons just have a very strong play with Chaos Dragon Levineer and the level 6 um, XZ's plays, different things like that. So, they all have different pros and cons going into it. And Tier 3, you're not really in it, but you're there. Uh, TG's in the list at 4.3. Cyber Dragon's also on the list at 3.9. Sheer Nui and Fire King have fallen off the map, but um, you know with these power rankings, it's not surprising to see them come back at any given week. So, a lot, of, a lot of new cards were released this week. And the Selection Box Mini Volume 3 introduces a few of these new cards. Seven new cards. And, you know, in terms of a, in a Selection Box, you're looking for cards that can get you... You can get without buying extra stuff, right? You're trying to go back in time and not go through a crappy box just to get one card. So, really, you know... MSTs in this box. That's if you're playing TGs, I guess. Vision Hero Ferris is an old card. You're freed the Red Irons Knight is a good skip. Abyss Dweller, of course. Um, that's from the Photon box, but you only need one anyways. And Stellar Petalomi M7, of course. And Elemental Hero Stratus. Um, Resonator cards, I guess. There's uh, Red Resonator in this box. Red Dragon... Uh, Red Hot Dragon, Archfiend and Bane, um, Swall's Nest for Harpies, Dragon's Mirror from an old box, that's a nice get. Dark End Dragon for Resonators, uh, Vision Hero Increase, different different useful cards here, so it's not like disappointing. It's only disappointing if you keep getting the cards that you um, had bought in the past, but let's get to the new stuff. So these new cards will be released eventually in the future. And I do identify a chase card array, which I luckily got a copy of. So first card's Red Eyes, Fang with Chain, Normal Trap, Target 1. Red Eyes, you control, equip this card to it. It can make two attacks on monsters during each battle phase. You can send this equipped to the graveyard, then target one effect monster on the field. Equip that target to the monster this card was equipped to. And if you do... While a monster equipped to it by its effect, its attack and defense become equal to the original attack and defense of that equipped monster. It's a little clunky. This is a, um, it's pretty much like a Frankenstein of Joey cards. You've got Kunai with Chain into a Red Eyes. And basically the Red Eyes monster can make two attacks on monsters during each battle phase. So it's kind of like two attacks, sure. Uh, not really hitting life points twice. That's That's a little different. And then you can send, it's kind of like a quick effect, you can send it to the graveyard, target one effect monster on the field, and equip that monster to that. So, this is a very powerful ability that you see on a card like Vampire Vamp, where they steal the monster, relinquished uh, Plasma, Destiny Hero Plasma. These are all cards that pretty much destroy the monster, because they equip the card, and then they take it. Um, this card's really good. It helps you clear board. The monster can hit two cards, and then you can use this card to steal the third monster. So this is, a, in in all sense, a board wipe 
with some extra life point loss. And a uh, steal the other monster's attack and defense, which is pretty cool. Very, very good card. Um, I'm not sure how much this support will help Red Eyes because it's not even a meta deck at all. Occasionally, you run into a Red Eyes Slash deck somewhere. And, and Red Eyes Slash with an equip card is pretty strong because then like it's immune to certain targets and things like that. So Red Eyes Slash with this card is pretty good. Um, you don't have to have a monster equipped the Red Eyes Slash, the warrior type, so pretty good. And then they'll have that other monster equipped to them, which will help them get protected against targets even more. So, yeah, very good card. Um, and really, it's the only way to play Red Eyes Slash move forward to be competitive with other cards. Now, the other card is the Chase card, which I mentioned before. Breakthrough Skill, Trap Card. Target one face-up effect monster your opponent controls. That face-up monster your opponent controls has its effects negated until the end of the turn. During your turn, except the turn that this was sent to the graveyard, you can banish this from the graveyard. Target one face-up effect monster your opponent controls. That target has its effects negated until the end of this turn. So this is a different version of Forbidden Chalice. I would say it's better than Forbidden Chalice, but Forbidden Chalice definitely has its pros over this card. So the main advantage of this card is you get to use it twice. It's basically two Forbidden Chalices in one, so you could run a deck with three of them like we saw in the tournament, and that's six full effect negations. Um, this is in the graveyard, so it doesn't mind getting milled, so you could just mill it and use its effect once, which is still pretty good. So a lot of effect negation to stall your opponent, preventing them from making moves, uh, which is very good. Now the cons. This is a, a trap card, so you can't really activate it. quick play. Quick plays are pretty much the best thing to do uh, when you're activating an effect like that. So Chalice um, does that. Um, Chalice you can use on your own monsters. This one doesn't. So this is pretty much just a defensive thing where you're preventing your opponent from making plays. And I guess another pro of this is it doesn't buff the monster, so your, your monster doesn't get a 400 attack buff. That comes into play sometimes, but um, that does not apply here. So I think this is this is a big upgrade over a card like Memory Loss, for example. That was just one effect negation, and they switched to the fence. So, yeah, a lot better than Memory Loss. Better than Forbidden Chalice in some ways. It's going to see play. This is a pretty good card. And definitely will see play in Graveyard decks. Alright, another Red Eyes card. Red Eyes Flare Metal Dragon. This is a Dark Dragon XZ's level, rank 7 XZ's, 2800 attack, 2400 defense, looks pretty cool. Two level 7 monsters cannot be destroyed by card effects while it has XZ's material. While it has XZ's material, each time your opponent activates a card or effect, inflict 250 damage to your opponent immediately after it resolves. Once per turn, during either player's turn, you can detach an XZ's material from this card. Target one Red Eyes normal monster in your graveyard special, summon it. So this is, you know, rank 7 XZs is kind of hard to do, so you won't see this a ton. Um, definitely fit for Red Eyes, though, because they do have all those level 7 monsters, which they don't have extra use for, besides resurrecting from the graveyard. Um, immune to card effect destruction, which is very useful, keeps it sticky on the board, um, especially when this is equipped with a, a like, Red Eyes Sang of Chain or some other buff card. It becomes pretty strong and become over uh, 3,000 attack and cannot be destroyed by card effect. It still could get bounced by a Harpy, a Cyber Slash Harpy. So that's something else to be aware of. But um, it inflicts continuous burn. So that's something that it does. And it resurrects. You can resurrect other Red Eyes Dragons. So you could detach a Red Eyes on this and then you... Special summon it immediately. So, very strong um, extra deck card for Red Eyes. And it's probably not worth playing besides in a Red Eyes situation. Yeah, even though this is a generic rank 7, it's not worth being used outside of a Red Eyes. Because, um, I don't know I don't know if that's completely true. Because it's continuous burn and it's sticky and it stays on the board. But then you can't abuse the effect of... Special summoning red eyes. I guess I guess it's okay without being used in red eyes. 
Alright, Volcanic Queen, Fire, level 6 Pyro, 2500 attack, 1200 defense. This card cannot be normal summoned or set. This card can only be special summoned from your hand to your opponent's side of the field by tributing one monster your opponent controls. If you special summon this card, you cannot normal summon or set this turn. Once per turn, you can send one other card you control to the graveyard to inflict 500 damage to your opponent. During your end phase, either tribute one other monster or take 500 damage. This is interesting because it's like a Lava Golem Bite in this Volcanic Queen. Um, you pretty much just tribute one of their monsters to give them a strong monster. 2500 attack, 1200 defense is like summon skull nowadays, so it's not really crazy, but it is a card they could use to attack. Um, what's different about Volcanic Queen and Lava Golem? You're still controlling its effects when you're not using it. When you've given it to your opponent, I guess. Like, um... Or, um... You have to send one card you control to the graveyard to inflict 500 damage. So it's half the damage, not 1,000. And you still have to sacrifice cards. And then, um... You have to tribute another monster, or you take damage yourself. So... I see it hard to tribute monsters continuously besides having token generation or something. And with such a small monster zone, it's hard to do this. So ultimately, I think this is definitely not worth it. Now you could run multiple Volcanic Queens and have your have some stall cards. And then you could just keep burning your opponent, sure. Um, there could be like continuous spells, I mean continuous traps and things like that that you can send to the graveyard. I don't know. Um, as a burn tactic, it's like it's not enough. There's too much upkeep where you have to keep sending stuff to the graveyard and only inflict 500, and then you get inflicted by 500 while they have these monsters on the board. It's it's a lot of upkeep for not enough burn, if that makes any sense. So I think Lava Gold is better. Um, did they ban Lava Golem? I don't remember. Yeah, Lava Golem got sent to the Shadow Realm, so this is the only other option. Soul Takers, normal spell. Target one face-up monster your opponent controls. Destroy it. Your opponent gains a thousand life points. Um So obviously you could play this with bad reaction to Sabachi and burn them for thousand instead of Having them gain a thousand, so it's like a double whammy. That's pretty much the best way to use this card. Um, I think there are better cards. Hammer, Fissure Shot, for example. I mean, Hammer Shot and Fissure, both cards, they do the same thing with one monster on the board, and they don't get to gain life points. So, yeah. This is good for a situation where you're preventing your opponent from reaching a certain number of life points to trigger, like a dual skill, for example. That's the only way I could see this being a tech card. Um, yeah, you're trying to prevent them from triggering a dual skill. And most situations, offerings to the doomed, something like that, Fissure, Hammer Shot would be better. Even Lightning Vortex, maybe? I don't know. Last new card from the selection box Onigami Combo, normal spell. Target one face-up XZ's monster you control. Detach all its material. This turn, that target can attack twice during the same battle phase. This is an OTK card. I think there are some monsters that don't use all their XZ's materials. There's cards like... Um, Scrap... Scrap Archfiend is a Synchro. Um, like the uh, Gaga Gigo. The Risen, for example. Um, different... XC's cards don't use their materials. And then you could just remove their back row, remove their monster, and then give them Onigami combo and you win. So this is that type of card. OTK special. I think it will see some niche play eventually. Alright, so another release we have this week, besides the selection box mini, was Structure Deck EX Evil Domination. This is the whole evil hero archetype, which works very well with Supreme King Jaden, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But this box has four new cards. Let's talk about them now. 
We only get one copy of each card and a lot of filler in between. Evil Hero Malicious Edge. Earth Fiend, level 7, 2600 attack, 1800 defense. If your opponent controls a monster, you can tribute summon this card uh, face up with one tribute. If this card attacks defense, inflict piercing. So it's basically what this is, is level 7, 2600 attack, piercing, situational, uh, one tribute in step 2. And you're always going to want to one tribute this in step 2. So this card only exists here to be a fusion material for evil hero malicious fiend. That's really it. Um... This card on its own is not bad. Like it, if you have it there for offense, it's not the worst card in the world. Um, you still do quite a bit of damage with it. But in the end, this is just here to be a piece for a malicious fiend, and as a result, it turns out to be pretty useful for that regard. Um, you know, like any hero card, it could be used for mask change. So if that works for you, you can use it with mask change. Any hero type synergy but note that it's an evil hero and there's a lot of um restrictions on what evil heroes are so um yeah be be wary of that evil hero infernal gainer this is a earth fiend level 4 1600 attack zero defense during your main phase one you can banish this from the field then target one fiend monster you control that target can make a second attack during each battle phase when you control it face up once per turn during your second standby phase, after this card was banished, activate this effect, special summons card, and attack. It's just very good um, fiend support. It doesn't have to be evil hero. It is an evil hero, but it works for any fiend. And this is this is pretty good for Ubel, because Ubel Ultimate Nightmare can just hit like multiple monsters and inflict the burn equal to their attack. So that can happen. This also works very well with other fiends like... Um, Grand Maju the Aiza. So that card can hit twice. Pretty good. In the end, this is an evil hero though. So um, you could use this with evil hero Malicious Fiend. Evil hero Malicious Edge. Different cards. Um, good support card. Great card. Um, and then it comes back. So you just keep using the ability. It's a pretty good card. Dark Calling. Normal Spell. Fusion summon one fusion monster from your extra deck. That must be special summoned with dark fusion by banishing the fusion monsters in your hand or graveyard. So, you're going to get dark fusion. Dark calling is pretty much the counterpart. So, both of them kind of work like a fusion gate. Um, dark calling is more like the fusion gate part where you banish the monsters from the graveyard. So, Really, both those cards combined are as good as Fusion Gate. Fusion Gate's just straight up better, but the certain evil hero cards must be special summoned with Dark Fusion, and Dark Calling helps you do that as well. So they're both interchangeable in that regard, but Dark Fusion uses monsters on the field in hand, whereas Dark Calling does graveyard in hand. So this lets you make a second special summon in a way when your um, evil hero malicious edge has been used for the first fusion, you can use it again for Dark Calling. So that's pretty much the goal here. It's got two evil hero malicious fiends out. And by that uh, regard, Dark Calling is pretty much a core card because you're restricted to these types of special fusion spells. Finally, um, evil hero malicious edge, the fusion monster, fire fiend, level 8. Fusion of Evil Hero Malicious Edge and any level 6 or higher fiend. 3500 attack, 2100 defense. Must be special summoned with Dark Fusion. During your opponent's battle phase, all monsters they control are changed to face-up attack. And they must attack if able. They must attack this card if able. Yeah, this card's pretty good. Um, notably, this month, we're getting a lot of cards that force your opponent to attack when able. And this is the same type of card. It's not Battle Mania or anything like that, but your opponent's getting forced to attack a 3,500 attack monster, which, you know, most cases would be pretty pretty lethal. They would die. Um, you know, like, even, like, Blue Eyes monsters, 3,000, they won't be able to beat this card. Um, 
it's not the best way to win the game because your opponent can still counter them with different back row cards or uh, banish this or bounce it back to the hand, different things like that. Um, but yeah, typically people do use two copies of Evil Hero Malicious Edge being a fiend and a level 6 or higher fiend monster itself. So um, he would just use those cards to fuse his card. And it's just the beater, 3500 attack, very strong card. You could use favorite hero to buff it even more, so then it could have the attack equal to the defense. So it's like five thousand six hundred attack, just straight up beat stick. Your opponent can't really defend because they're forced to attack it. A lot of things going on here. Um, just a beat stick. That's all it is. Um, a really good one at that. So that's how evil heroes work. They force them to attack and. Um, coming out to be a pretty good deck this is a pretty it hasn't taken over the competitive scene yet but it's definitely a king of games worthy deck um let's see what supreme king Jaden has so moving on we get to acquire supreme king Jaden. level up cards there's only four new level up cards and a lot of repeats we get um alternate artwork of elemental hero avian uh Bristinatrix, and Sparkman, so those are all repeats. We got Versago the Destroyer, which is a repeat. Um, and the rest are new cards, so let's get to it. Vicious Claw, three copies of this card. Equip spell. The equipped monster gains 300 attack. If the equipped monster would be destroyed by battle, return this card to its owner's hand instead. Then destroy one monster except the one that battled the equipped monster and inflict 300 damage to your opponent. After that special summon, one evil token, a fiend, dark, level 7, 2500, 2500 to your opponent's side of the field. During the turn this was returned to the hand, you cannot use Vicious Claw from your hand. So equips have to be very good to see play, and this is a really like weird card. It's, it's good, but it's weird. Um, so this gives the monster one battle protection, which is nice, and you get to reuse the Vicious Claw again. Um, get to destroy a monster, so that's like a second monster that did not attack. Um, that's around. You inflict 300 burn, and then you give them a big 2500 2500 monster. Um, the whole like not using this card again, it doesn't really apply because you don't have main phase two in dual links, so you only really have to worry about that downside. You're gonna get to use this card again during the next turn, so all in all, like. Power of the Guardians is better than this card because it gives it uh, protection from anything besides battle. So it's like effect protection as well. 500 attack instead of 300 attack. Um, triggers multiple times. You get to put multiple counters on the card. So I would say all in all, Power of the Guardians is better. And if you have Favorite Hero, you're going to use Favorite Hero over this card. No downside of giving your opponent a pretty strong 2500-2500 monster. Yeah, overall, this is just a very weird card that was made for the anime, and it's not a bad card, but um, there are better alternatives in Duel Links. Alright, Dark Fusion. Spell. Fusion summon one Fiend Fusion from your extra deck using monsters from the hand or field as fusion material. Your opponent cannot target with a card effects this turn. That's an upside. So, basic fusion card for Fiend Fusions, which are all these evil heroes. In addition to other cards, um, this card's going to keep getting better because they're going to keep releasing, hopefully, more uh, fusion cards. There are some, like, Fiend Fusion Pendulum cards, which are interesting. So, Dark Fusion could come in handy for those cards down the line. Um, and then your opponent can't target with card effects. So, that's an extra bonus of this fusion card. A lot of fusion cards are just, let's fuse them. This gives them a bonus of protection this turn, so that's good. And like I said before, this works with Dark Calling. You're kind of use these in conjunction to make two uh, special summons of Evil Hero Malicious Edge in one turn. So, And then like one of them can't get targeted with effects. So it's pretty cool uh, core card for these Evil Heroes. And just a card that's going to keep getting better when there's more Fiend Fusion cards released in the game. Alright, Evil Hero Infernal Wing. 
Fire, level 6, Fiend Fusion, 2100 attack, 1200 defense, Fusion of Avian and Burstinatrix, must be special summoned with Dark Fusion, can't be special summoned other ways. If this card attacks defense, inflict battle damage to your opponent piercing, when this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle and sends it to the graveyard and inflict damage to your opponent equal to half the attack or defense, whichever is higher, of the destroyed monster in the graveyard. So you have to run um, Burstinatrix and Avian with the Dark Fusion, as shown in the card art, uh, to make this card. Um, like Elemental Hero and uh, Flame Wingman, this is not a very strong monster. 2100 attack fusion is pretty bad. Um, it does do double burn, though. You inflict Piercing Burn and also burn on half attack and defense. So that's going to be a bit of damage on any defense monster, which is nice, but problem is you're running uh, avian and percentatrix in your deck and you would rather be playing the malicious edge version but you're playing this instead so um, not great um, you know you're just running like a themed character deck um, not not great you would rather play the other cards now the next card the last card you get from Jaden is somewhere in between Evil Hero Wild Cyclone, Earth Fiend, Fusion, level 8. Fusion of Avian and Wild Heart, 1900 attack, 2300 defense. Must be special summoned with Dark Fusion, can't be special summoned other ways. If this card attacks, your opponent cannot activate any spells or traps until the end of the damage step. When this card inflicts battle damage to your opponent, destroy all face-down spells and traps your opponent controls. This is better than Infernal Wing, um, but still you need to run Avian and Wild Heart. Wild Heart saw a lot of play in like the no trap deck, um, where you just make this a huge beat stick and it's not affected by trap effects. Um, as long as this card doesn't get flipped face down, you can do some damage. You can negate the spells and traps and destroy your opponent's monster. If you do inflict damage, you can destroy all face down spells and traps. But that doesn't really apply because this card's not immune to traps like Wild Heart is, so you could still counter of a trap card. Um, this is pretty solid with Favorite Hero, though, because you could capitalize on the high defense, so it becomes like a 4,200 attack monster, which is pretty good. Um, I wouldn't say this card would see play, because you need to run Avian, unfortunately, but it's interesting. It's like a card you can include one of if you're making, like, a deck. You don't have the full set of Malicious Edge, and you want to run this card. It's not the worst card in the world, but... You know, optimally, optimally, you would run all of those malicious edges, but this is not bad as well. So, those are Jaden's level of cards. Let's get to his dual skills. Alright, so... One of the main upsides of Jaden is that he has a lot of unique dual skills. He has, like, ten. So, let's get through them <laughs> in alphabetical order. Dark Fusion. Change one polymerization in your hand to Dark Fusion. This skill can only be used if you begin the duel of an extra deck that contains no monsters other than Elemental Hero or Evil Heroes. This skill can be used once per turn, twice per duel. So there's a main problem with this card. This skill is only playable if you play regular polymerization, which means you should run Vision Hero Vion, uh, Vision Hero Adoration, and Vision Hero Trinity. Things like that could take advantage of the um, regular polymerization. And that's the problem, though. You can't run Vision Heroes in the extra deck, so this only restricts it to Elemental Heroes and Evil Heroes. So, comes an unplayable skill, unfortunately. Uh, why run regular Fusion polymerization if you don't have Vision Hero Adoration? So, that's the problem. Domination of Darkness. Reveal one evil hero fusion monster in your extra deck. Send all fusion materials that are listed um, on its card to the graveyard from outside your deck. This skill can only be used once per turn and twice per duel. A fusion monster with the same name cannot be selected both times with this skill. The skill only activate if you begin a duel with a deck or extra deck that follows the conditions. Ten or more cards that are evil heroes, dark fusion, and dark calling. No other monsters than heroes, no other monsters than evil heroes in the extra deck. So, 
a lot of conditions here. Um, a useful skill if you need to, if you have extra copies of Dark Calling and you don't have the monsters available. So you're disposing the monsters and getting the fusion off. The problem is that you could only run evil hero monsters in the extra deck and you can't run regular elemental heroes. This restricts your extra deck to evil heroes. So, you know, you can't take advantage of elemental hero Neos with um, Neos fusion. You can't use vision heroes. You can't use masked heroes. So, straight up evil hero deck. And there's not enough evil heroes to make that worth it. The best approach is a hybrid approach with the hero monsters. So, not worth it currently with the amount of evil heroes we have in the game. Evil change. Return one evil hero monster from your ex from your deck to your hand. Add one evil hero monster with a different name or dark fusion from your deck to your hand. The skill can be used if you begin the duel of an extra deck that contains no monsters other than fiends. The skill can only be used once per duel. This is a really good tutor effect. It's kind of like the Jack Atlas skill with the resonators. It's great, but you're Limited in your extra deck, you can only run fiends, which means you're only running evil heroes instead of the other masked heroes, vision heroes, elemental heroes. So again, you're restricted in your extra deck, which hurts the skill a lot. The next skill is evil reincarnation. Can be used during the next turn after your monster is destroyed by battle. Return one monster in your graveyard whose original type and attribute are earth and fiend type to your hand. Then return one card from your hand to the bottom of your deck. This skill can be used once per duel. There's a few earth fiends in the game. And a few of them are these evil hero monsters. Basically you get to recycle an evil hero monster with this skill. Um, but it is dependent on battle destruction. So overall this is an okay skill. Um... Another card that we did see some tech play with in Jack Atlas decks was Goblin of Greed, which helps prevent hand effects from going off. But if you're playing like a Jack Atlas deck, you would rather play that skill rather than um, Evil Reincarnation. Malicious Hero. At the beginning of the duel, add two Evil Hero Malicious Edge and one Dark Fusion to your deck. In addition, add one Evil Hero Malicious Fiend to your extra deck. I like this skill. It's a free-to-play skill. It lets you... You don't have to buy the extra deck, the structure deck EX three times. You can just buy one with gems and then play this skill. And you got almost like a full play set. So it's not the best way to play a deck because you're playing with a bigger deck. You're playing with a deck with three extra cards. You do get an extra, extra deck card though, so that's nice. But budget-friendly skill lets you play... The deck without buying, spending money. I'm all for this type of skill if they have more of these. Like, for a player who's not like competing in tournaments, just trying to hit king of games with evil hero, this is the type of skill we need. i big fan of this skill. Remains of the heroes. The attack of an evil hero... The attack of evil hero fusion monsters on your field is increased by 100 for each elemental hero or evil hero monster in your graveyard. This is like a passive buff to all your monsters. Um, you, the card that would benefit from this is the Infernal Wing, the Evil Hero Infernal Wing, because that only has 2100, so that might let that card hit over some other cards. And you already have Avian and Burstinatrix in the graveyard, so you're getting you know at least 200 attack buff there. This does not do a ton for Evil Hero Malicious Edge. That already has 3500 attack. It's going to hit over almost every monster, so... Really, the benefit, like the marginal benefit of this skill to that card is not very much. This does help the other two evil hero fusion monsters we have in the game. Reversed evil level 6. Among monsters in your graveyard or banished monsters, play one level 6 evil hero monster that left your field after it was fusion summoned. The skill can be used once per duel. So right now, this only works with evil hero infernal wing again. Um, that monster had to be used to fuse Malicious Edge. So it leaves the field, it gets banished by that ability. You use Dark Calling, you banish the Evil Hero Infernal Wing. And then this gets it back. So it's like it's like you have to fuse Avian and Bursinatrix into the Infernal Wing. 
And then you use Dark Calling to fuse Malicious Edge and Inferno Wing. And then you resurrect Inferno Wing. So this is like a million steps. And it's not worth it. <laughs> Alright, Sinister Calling. This is the main skill. Can be used once per turn by discarding an evil hero monster from your hand. Either add Dark Fusion or Dark Calling from your deck to your hand. Place one evil hero Sinister Necrom in your graveyard from outside your deck. Only one card can be added to your hand and you can place evil hero Sinister Necrom in your graveyard only once. The skill can only be used once per turn and twice per duel. That's pretty good. The skill can only activate if you begin a duel of a deck that follows these conditions. Ten or more cards that are evil heroes, dark fusion, and dark calling. No monsters other than evil heroes and elemental heroes in the deck. No monsters other than fusion monsters in the extra deck. So it's clear why this is the best skill. It's got the same great tutor effect as evil change, but you don't get the downside. You get an evil hero sinister necrom in the graveyard, who you banish from the graveyard, and then you can special summon Evil Hero Malicious straight from the deck. So you don't even have to worry about tribute summons or anything. You cheat out a level 7 monster, 2600 attack with piercing, who can be fused onto the board. Very powerful. And then they don't really limit your extra deck. So you can play any like fusion monster. So it's like, you just have to be hero monsters, right? Evil Hero or Elemental. So your extra deck has to have Evil Hero and Elemental, which allows you to play Neos Fusion um, with Elemental Hero Neos. So, yeah. This is like the this is clearly the best skill. There's none of those annoying restrictions to your extra deck. Um, you get to tutor stuff. It's kind of like the whole Jack Atlas skill or Gaia skill. It's a really powerful tutor effect. Um, lets you build your deck different ways. And then there's flexibility in extra deck. And you get this free guy in the graveyard who special summons your evil hero malicious straight from the deck. So so many benefits to this skill. Alright. Supreme King's followers. At the beginning of the duel, add a Skull Knight to your extra deck. In addition, the following effect can be used... Each time your life points decrease by a thousand in the draw phase instead of your normal draw, you can draw one of these cards at random. Demise King of Armageddon, Skilled Dark Magician, Skilled White Magician, Chaos Sorcerer, Guardian Buyout, or Ancient Brain. This is purely an anime skill for fun. Um, it's not good in any way. You get Skull Knight, which is like a 2650 uh, fusion monster. Um... Then you have to have like the right materials to fuse Skull Knight, right? Skull Knight, if I'm not mistaken, is Ancient Brain plus Tainted Wisdom. Don't ask me how I know that, because I just played Metal Raiders in the TCG. <laughs> that was my wheelhouse, but... Um, so you have to run Tainted Wisdom and Ancient Brain, which are pretty bad cards. Um, and then you get a random card... Uh, when you lose life points, Demise King of Armageddon, Chaos Sorcerer. Those are two pretty good cards, but Demise King of Armageddon is a ritual card, I believe. So you need to have Ritual Summon. Besides, that card can um, pretty much wipe your opponent's board for 2,000 life points. So that's pretty nice. Chaos Sorcerer is pretty good, I think. It's it's a card that you can banish a card from your opponent's side of the board. Uh, you see it a, a bunch in Thunder Dragons, for example. That's a pretty good card, but then like the other ones, Skilled Dark Magician, Skilled White Magician, Guardian Bayou, Ancient Brain, not that good. So, you know, purely for fun, um, don't expect this to be good at all. Last skill, Supreme King's Castle Revelation. Can be used by revealing Polymerization or a Fusion Spell card from your hand. When you have no field spell, play Supreme King's Castle from outside your deck. This skill can be used once per duel. This lets you access the Supreme King uh, Castle, which is a field spell that lets you fuse evil hero monsters. And then it has another benefit where you can punch out a evil hero monster, and then your your monster gains 200 attack for each level. So basically you could gain like 1200 attack or like 1400 or 1600 attack. So not the worst skill because you can keep fusing monsters with a field spell, which is pretty nice. Um... This could be a skill you play if Sinister Calling gets nerfed, because, like, all of Jaden's skills 
Sinister Calling is way better than any other one. So if that skill gets nerfed, this is not a bad skill. I don't think this has a real limitation on your extra deck either. So um, that's really what you're looking for is a skill that does not hamper the playability of your extra deck in running different hero monsters. That's Jaden in a nutshell. Play um, Sinister Calling, play the other for competitiveness, and play the other ones for fun, mostly. Um, overall, not a bad package. Like We got a very important character here in terms of the storyline. We got access to Dark Fusion, which is nice. Um, yeah, pretty fun. That's it. That's the podcast for this week. Um, let's talk about upcoming news. New PvP event, Duelist Kingdom. Kind of hyped for that. New UR card, Sambel the Summoner, and new SR card, All Out Attacks. And they kind of like talk about the uh, field power bonus. They, they mentioned that. So that's um, a nice callback. Early August, Tour Guide Bingo, Rapid Fire Magicians, not a new card. Mid-August, Raid Duels, uh, Feared the Mech Lord Emperor again. New UR, Unauthorized Boot-Up Device, SR card, Opti Camouflage Armor. Mid-August, uh, Mission Circuit, new SR card, Equip Shot. Late August, Duelist Road Power of Zexel, new UR card, ZW Leo Arms, new Yuma and Astral Skill. Late August, Duelings Mission Research. August 28th, Japan Time, KCGT 2021 Main Tournament Championship. It finally goes down. Late August, Obtain Trey. Mid-August, Improvements to Loner Deck Duels. And sometime in between, I think we're going to get a cap increase, level cap increase for Zexel. So... Those guys should get up to level 35. We're going to get some new cards and some some gems with that too. So that's it for the podcast. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Find this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, including Roku on podcast-tv. Check it out. Check out the podcast and more at the website, thedualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at thedualassessment at gmail.com or you can find me at Twitter at dual underscore assessment, my own account at Green Rangers CCG. All right, thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.